Hello and welcome to the Serverless Transformation Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things serverless. From use cases and articles to interviews with industry-leading experts, this podcast aims to help you with your serverless transformation. This is the second issue of the audio newscast version of the weekly Serverless Transformation newsletter, digging into the context and implications of five pieces of serverless content from the week. Article 1, all you need to know about caching for serverless applications. A few weeks ago, AWS serverless hero Yan Chu was at the AWS user group in The Hague and was asked the question, is caching still relevant for serverless applications? Well, in short, his article gives the answer that yes, it is, and sets into context why it is and the practical steps to where it should be applied. The underlying assumption to this question, I think, was, well, AWS Lambda scales automatically and is extremely cheap compared to other services. Does it really make sense that we still need to do caching? Well, he gives an interesting answer as to why. He shows through a couple of use cases how the scaling of AWS Lambda is limited and if you have big peaks in your traffic, there are going to be issues. He also talks about the limits of AWS Lambda and also how caching is still going to improve performance regardless. He then moves on to talk about where caching should be done and makes the case that caching should be done from the client side upwards. So you should be trying to do everything as early in a request flow as possible. This is because less services are used, which reduces cost, and this also reduces latency. He also discusses the complexities of caching, but overall concludes that for your application to have good performance and to scale to millions of users, caching in serverless is still a big thing, but it has to be done slightly differently to traditional caching applications. Article 2. AWS Step Functions now support dynamic parallelism. AWS Step Functions are an abstraction above AWS Lambda and other services that allow you to, in a declarative way, in terms of a state machine, set out a workflow through different AWS services. It fits well in a serverless architecture and now supports the ability to have an iterator over a JSON array that allows you to execute sub-workflows to a given maximum concurrency. For highly parallelizable tasks, this is going to be very straightforward, but it's going to be interesting to see how for more complex parallel algorithms, will there be some sort of way to communicate between these sub-workflows in a super low latency way? It's great to see AWS adding more and more functionality to step functions, and these are becoming a key component of most of my service architectures, both for clients and internally. Article 3, Best Practices for AWS Step Functions. As discussed in the previous segment, AWS Step Functions are a massively useful service when it comes to AWS serverless architectures. Rowan Adele has broken down a short list of best practices for working with AWS Step Functions, and has even made a last minute update for the previous section on dynamic parallelism. He discusses how to set up your payload, how to handle exceptions when needed. He discusses timeouts and how to avoid the wait state and also how to avoid activities and long-running processes inside of your step functions, to name just a few of the best practices. I'd really look at this as a good resource and imagine it's going to be updated as we learn more and more of the best practices with AWS step functions. This is a service that's become more and more complex as more features have been added, which is really good because it can achieve more, but I think we all need to be careful to make sure we are applying the best practices 
across every service of our serverless architecture, including and maybe especially step functions, due to their power and flexibility. Article 4. Should you pack the AWS SDK in your deployment artifacts? This is a slightly subtle point, but definitely one that can impact your production stability and security. AWS serverless hero Yan Chu outlines that although AWS does deploy a version of the SDK in all runtime supported on AWS Lambda, the version of this SDK is sometimes out of date. Also, you're not in control of this version, and to me this is the biggest point when it comes to the pros and cons of packaging your own version of the SDK. Yes, packaging a version of the SDK does increase the size of your deployment package, and AWS layers can help but also add some complexity. But to me, if I'm not in control of the code that's being deployed, I won't be confident to run it in a CI environment. I need immutability of my deployments to be confident to deploy things to production automatically. And I think doing this is going to massively save you a headache when it comes to a complex debug in the future. Look at the article for full details, but I think most people are going to be on the side of packing their own deployments. And it's going to be interesting to see the best practices that come with how we represent that in our infrastructure as code. Article 5 is the announcement that Serverless DevTools, an open source project between Theodo and Serverless Transformation, has now had its alpha release. SLS DevTools provides a quick overview of your stack, as you code, providing feedback and visibility without the need to log into the AWS console and load the right metrics. Now, this is not a logging platform, an alerting system, or an online dashboard. This is a developer tool in the terminal, keeping you connected to key metrics as you code. This alpha release is stable and can be installed by npm install-g sls-dev-tools and in one line you can get instant visibility over your stack. This alpha release only supports AWS to begin with and mainly focuses on AWS Lambda, but we hope to have more services and more cloud providers as we go on. Feedback, issues and maybe a pull request is more than welcome on our GitHub repo and please look at the newsletter for links to this. Thanks for listening to this Serverless Transformation podcast, a podcast about all things serverless. If you're interested in hearing more content, please follow me on Twitter at LRBben, that's at E-L-L-E-R-B-Y-B-E-N. Follow us on Medium, medium.com slash serverless-transformation. And keep up to date with our GitHub, that's github.com slash theodo-uk. This podcast is brought to you by Theodo a development company in London passionate about open source technologies like serverless and delivering MVPs quickly. If you're interested in anything we can help you with, please go to www.theodo.co.uk. Thanks for listening and I hope to see you next time.